On this episode of Blending Bourbon, Dixon and I discuss the importance of blend transparency and specificity. Blending Bourbon is the podcast that takes you beyond the barrel and behind the scenes of the whiskey industry with master blenders Dixon Dedman and David Mark Young. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to another episode of Blending Bourbon. I'm Dixon Dedman, joined by my co-host, David Mark Young. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Dixon. <laughs> it's too early for shenanigans. Coffee talk. <laughs> Coffee talk. I'm going to spit my water all over my microphone. I know. I was going. That was good. And you all made me laugh. <laughs> I had more, but I ran out of steam. Yeah. It's, it's early. It's been a long week. It's good to, um, to see Myrden's lovely face. Um, Always. Got to hang with Ben uh, last week, but good, good to have um, our, um, you know, kind of my safety blanket back. Welcome back, safety yeah. blanket. <laughs> Mired in the safety blanket. Can we call you Whoopi? <laughs> well, <laughs> appreciate uh, appreciate those kind words. Uh, there was a little bit of delay, so I didn't get to hear <laughs> all of it. So it was all great uh, so, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, uh, I got to see David last week. That was uh, in this past uh, Saturday at the Whiskey Fest. That was that was great to see David again. Once in person, D- Dixon. I know you're going to be here soon in town, soon as well. So looking forward to seeing you in person as well for the first time. That'd be great. Uh, but anyway, How, was was the Omaha Whiskey Festival as successful as it was last year? And by that I mean. At the end, were there people sitting in chairs with trash cans in front of them um, getting getting sick? <laughs> you know, I don't think it, it was. It was as successful, um, even better. It was great. They did a great job. But, yeah, there were apparently somebody had to be hauled off by ambulance. I, um, I, I, I was there. I did see that. You see, I heard. Yeah, uh, I didn't someone know. fell and hit their head. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. I have found in my experiences with festivals that you know you got like three you got three types of attendees um you know one attendee is very specific they're going because they're looking to engage with a certain brand or certain you know like i want to go i'm looking for things that i haven't had i want to learn something i want to um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for a reason, for a purpose, yeah. for, for, for educational, um, value. And then you have the, like, um, the people that are like, this is an excuse to <laughs> drink day, you know, to drink all afternoon and I'm going, you know, the dudes and I are going, um, this is, you know, we're just gonna, just gonna make a day of it and kind of, you know, um, it's just, you know, and it's a festival. They're there for a festival. They're just kind of like, yeah. And then collect all the swag, drink all the whiskey. And then you have that one, uh, guy or people that are like, Hmm. If I do the math right, this ticket cost me $75 <laughs> and I can, I can consume 
upwards of 750 to 1,000 milliliters of booze, which makes each one of these little plastic cups worth a dollar. So <laughs> I'm getting my money's worth. Absolutely. I am getting after it. I am, yeah. you know, I am here for consumption. And, uh, yeah. you know, those are the people like, at the uh, towards the end of the festival when they're walking up to the table and they're trying to hold out their glass and they're they they're like doing the sway or like have to lean against the table to hold themselves up to get and it's like yeah you festival lost on you buddy like yeah we definitely had all of the above and then even the you know the ones that are just first time ever and it's like a, you know kid in a candy shop they have never seen that many whiskeys at their, you know, ex ready to go. Just all you got to do is hold your glass out and they're just off to the races. And yeah. I also enjoy, you know, you watch, you watch the progression. So like the first oh, yeah. hour of these things, people are very discerning. They're, they're discussing nuances. Uh, you have the spitters, you have the people <laughs> who are carrying around water to, to rinse their glass after each pour, you know, and, and that, that sometimes transitions to by the end of it, like you got the, the hardcore people who are, who, who are like, Oh, you're out of, uh, you're out can I just drink from the spit bucket at your table? Cause I'm trying, I'm, I'm not quite drunk enough. I need to top off yeah. my infinity bottle. <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, well. And then the progression of, you know, here we go. Let's talk about, you know, your whiskey, all the questions. Right. And then you see them later toward the end of the event and, and then your best friends. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they want to hug you and they want to touch you and they want to know your children's names. And they, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. Those things are limited. They, I think they do a good job. I, last year it was uh general admission was four hours long with a um, VIP session an hour prior to that, you know, so they open the doors, let the VIPs come in and you get the special bottle behind the table. And then this year they limited it to that first hour and then only three hours for general admission, which I think was a great move by the yeah. Omaha Whiskey Festival because, and you know what they, else they do a great job of? Um, I, I just remember last year, you know, Dixon, we were, we were sitting there talking and next thing you know, boom, five o'clock in that place just everybody scatters you know they kind of they kind of run through it's like the riot police come in and then boom it's it's empty and they're gone they shut it down just like that so well organized well done unfortunately you're gonna get those those folks that you know it's their first time and they overindulge or yeah i have are, a problem i always have a problem um at those things because i'm you know people i just want to talk to people um and you're standing there having a conversation with somebody and then there's 10 people behind that person that are kind of giving you side eye. Cause they're like, Hey, I, I, I want to talk, you know, like, yeah. this guy's not, you know, and then, then <laughs> he's like, I want to, I want to <laughs> chat. And then the next thing you know, it's like, you know, you got, you I just feel, it's like, I feel like there's, you almost can't like, 
give people the attention you want to give at things when there's that many people. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just kind of like, hey, how are you? Here's, yep, next. Hey, how are you? Yep, it's nice to see you. Next. Hey, how are you? Yeah. No, it's like, I, I can't, I, I'm not wired like that. I'm just kind of like, maybe, I mean, maybe that's what I should do. And like, instead of um, like a table, I should just take a couch um, <laughs> and just like sit sit on a couch and just be like, come on, just, just come in, sit down. Let's, let's shoot some shit here. And, yeah. um, I would probably end up just sitting there by myself. Uh, but. <laughs> Who's the creeper on the couch with the, why does that half, guy have a half couch? drink bottle of whiskey? Yeah. I find myself looking at everybody. So somebody will come up and they'll ask a question. And, and there are people that are, you know, either they're uber excited and they want to, you know, have your undivided attention or they just aren't aware there's 30 people behind them. And so, you know, people crowd around you get these arms, you know, I, I've learned that you have to pour and talk. You have to pour and talk. Otherwise, you know, some people, you just lose their interest and they're, they're I've just, they want to pour. learned that I can't pour. They don't, I, I can't, I can't pour and talk They you know, they're like, it's tough. I, I just, they, we always have people that handle the, the pouring and they're just like, Dixon, you just stand out there and, do you like, well i've been okay, accused of being a heavy pourer so <laughs> I, I, and i definitely don't want people pouring for themselves but yeah. um it's your that's, product that's why, you brought it you can pour as much as you want yeah. yeah yeah that's why i had joel pull uh pour mine when i was like i'm loud this is the first time i'm trying batch three and let joel, joel pour mine because yeah. <laughs> so it's like oh yeah that was I had a chance to try uh, both of your guys' uh, new blends um, over the over the whiskey festival. And, uh, and that's that, right. Great, great stuff, man. Yeah, I texted Dixon at Whiskey Fest. I said, "Man, the the two uh, XO booth is hopping," and he's like, "What? We have a booth there?" It, 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 <laughs> no one so on then, my team had any idea that we were there. That we had. So a table then he there facetimes me. I walk up to the guy and I'm like. Hey, tell us about 2XO. Yeah. <laughs> One dude's like, I'm a volunteer. And the other guy's like, yeah, I just started working for the company three weeks ago. Uh, we both tried it and really liked it. And I was like, this is, this is great. What <laughs> can you tell about? And then they looked at the screen. They're like, that's, that's, that's the guy. Like, that's the guy. You, well done, you, team. Really, you know, really <laughs> provided them with all the education so they could really, you know, they're like, I, I don't, I don't know what this is, but it's, it's <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. guy's like, I don't know what this is, but it'll get you tore up. I was like, that's <laughs> great. That's the message. That's I've the message. already had half a bottle. <laughs> well, yeah. um, you had sent me a text. It said, hey, I, I got did. something I need to get off my chest. So, wait, wait, wait. Which which topic was that? This is your topic. I'm just... <laughs> I this burning sensation in the back of my... No. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know this is. Sorry to to derail your good. Continue teeing up. You always do such a great job. No, you're fine. Yeah, you know transparency. I'll just blend transparency and and uh, what was the other word that I came up with at whatever time in the morning? Specificity. Mm. That's a good word. Yeah. Specificity. 
you know, I, um, it, it, and a lot of this comes to mind just, you know, my own, um, curiosity about, about things. I, I pride myself on product familiarization, you know, not just tasting whiskey, but for years and years and years, just being familiar with product, you know, the, how much products on the shelf, what products are on the shelf, you know, what the, what the current packaging looks like. And, um, you know, the details of the labels, I've always paid close attention to that. And, um, and the more and more, at least I feel blended whiskeys, blended bourbons are, you know, NDPs have become more and more accepted. Um, there's still an evolution. And I think, at least I've seen lately as we've scaled out to other markets, we get so many questions on, um, you know, details of the blends. And, and um, I, I referenced Barstown Bourbon Company because they're, they're full transparency um, brand. And I've always appreciated that. Like they, you know, they put that little chart on the side of the bottle that says, exactly what juice is in the bottle you know the the ratios i don't know if they put the rate yeah i guess they do x percent of this and it's here's the mash bill here's the origin here's the the age and the proof and then it's just a, a chart a little breakdown and um so I've, I've seen more and more of that you know i put out these blends and i have used the term average age which i've received a little bit of a pushback on that you know, average age, average age. What does that mean? I mean, to me, that's breaking it down. If you know, okay, we've got a little bit of ten year in here. We've got a little bit of twelve year in here. We've got a little bit of um, eight year. And, you know, and what does that look like? Uh, typically, it's what's the age of the bottle. So now that we're blending, to me, it's important to know kind of the 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 average. Which I find myself explaining that more and more. Average, average, average. What does that mean? Well, I mean, it's math. Yeah. Now, do you, when you do that, is that like, if you say the average age is six, is that because you've got four, six, and eight, and you add the two together and divide by three, or is it like 70% of it's eight, and some of it is six and some of it's four. So you're going with the largest percentage of it being eight. You say it's average eight years old. Like, how does that? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm working on a blend that's got some 23 year in it and it's, I'll be honest, it's going to have very little 23 year in it. And so if I, you know, blend that with some, you know, five year and then it's, you know, the, the majority of it is, the younger age, you, you certainly can't say, you know, the average of 23 and five is, you know, whatever you've got. to. So to me, it's so many parts, this age, so many parts, this age, and then, you know, you average it out how many parts there are. So it's, it's the true, you know, you, you factor in the ratios of that liquid that you have in there. And then, you know, if it's 10 parts, 10 year, one part 13 year then it's you know going to be closer to 10 year right the saddest thing that's happened to me today <laughs> is is how long it took for me to figure out the average age of five and 23 um <laughs> i just sorry sidebar 
Uh, but I must need. Did you figure it out? I think so, but I'm not going to talk about it. So it's 14, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just took me a long time to get there. Damn. No wonder my daughter needed more help with math than I could give her last night. And I think that's what people are looking for. You know, they're like, oh. So you put a drop of 23 year in there. Does that mean that yeah. you know, you're, you're just, yeah. no, no, it's, it's, it's truly the volume of each. You know, I, component. I have some experience with this. Um, really? Yeah. And you know, it's, I, I, it's funny because you like, it's like the guys at the whiskey fest, right? It's like the people that are there and they, 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 you know, First of all, the people that are interested in what you're doing, the people that are asking the questions, the people that want the details, they want the specifics, you know, I, I know because I've been there and dealt with it forever, it can be super annoying. But you know what? It's a lot better than the alternative of them not giving a shit what you oh, got yeah. going on. So, you know, yeah. I, first of all, that, you know, I go through this with my marketing team and our team all the time done this for years when we launched kentucky owl batch one what's the age what's the age what's the age well you know what i don't exactly know um i know it's in that you know how how do what kind of age you want it's got some six-year-old stuff in it's got some seven-year-old stuff in it's got some eight-year-old stuff you want me to give you an average you want me to do you know that's that's what's in it where did it come from well i don't know we bought it through a broker (laughs) They had scrubbed the barrel heads. Like, I don't know. I knew right. that it was Kentucky yeah. straight bourbon whiskey. I was guessing that it was a, you know, moderate rye mash bill based on the profile, but I don't know. We launched that rye. It is insane. Uh, you know, that, that, that rye that, that we did, um, that batch one rye comes up in every conversation I have with any bourbon right. person ever. Where did it come from? Can you tell me? Can you, can, if if I, okay, I'm going to blink once if this answer is correct. (laughs) Blink twice if this is incorrect. You know, I mean, I mean, it's, you know, all the detail. I I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. The barrels that we got um, had been stored outside of the United States and came back in. I knew it was Kentucky straight rye whiskey with a 95.5 mash bill. I knew the lot dates. There were no markings on the barrels. I don't, I, 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 I we bought it through a broker. I don't yeah. know. I, yep. I know you don't like that answer, but that's all I got. You know, that's it. Yeah. And even now, you know, with the people are like with, with the, with the two XO blends, the tribute blend, what's the mash bill? Well, there are two different distillates in there with two different bourbon mash bills. One is a 35% rye, one is an 18% rye. They have different amounts of barley, and they also have different amounts of corn. Um, It's about 80% of the high rye mash bill. It's about, you know, 20% of the low rye mash bill. Okay, what's, um, but but what's the mash bill? I, 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 I don't know. I, you know, I mean, I, I guess I could figure it out if I did some sort of uh, that. That's there's two mash bills in there. What's the age? Well, um, <laughs> there's some some six year old, some seven year old, some eight year old. 
uh, but I used barrels from 10 different lots, meaning 10, yeah. 10 different, you know, and, um, so what's the age? Well, uh, uh it, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's hard. And, and yeah. I think sometimes you just want to say, Hey, just trust what I'm doing, you know? Um, and other times I think people are, you know, it, it's always been like that. It's always yeah. been, there are also the people that were always trying to catch you like, like, Oh, I'm going to try to catch you doing something and I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to expose you or, you know, whatever. Right. It's like, I, I mean, it, it's not that simple. It's not as simple as, um, you know, I, I wait till these barrels turn six years old. I dump them on the day they turn six years old and I put them in a bottle and I say, it's exactly six years old. Right. You know, or we, you know, we make... 130,000 of the same mash bill every year. Um, yeah. and the, the stuff that goes in this bottle is the exact same stuff that went in the bottle six months ago is the exact same stuff that went in the bottle six years ago. And it is what it is. I, you know, it's not the program's different and right. But I, I generally understand that, you know, what you, what you want, what we want, and what American, you know, what is, is that type of engagement? I mean, you want people interested in right. your product and you want, you know, people to give a shit about what's going on because they, you know, right. they're, they're, they're actively trying to learn more about what you're creating. And yeah. sometimes it's hard to, to go so as, as specific um, as people want, but also, you know, you've got, I, I, I think, with with a lot of our products, you know, a lot of the blends. I mean, you know, I was I was very open about some of the things that uh, you know, like batch, I can't remember. I think 7 of Kentucky Yow. Um I had a handful of barrels uh that were this like super old um very heavy, very, you know, very intense. Um and 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 some some of the weeded stuff that was still in there um but i you know so it was like 10 12 and 13 year old um but i had this this five-year-old barrels that i absolutely loved and they were the second stuff uh we ever had uh distilled for us it was super fruity uh spicy light we had a light uh, low entry proof on it and I put that, you know, I, I was, it, it, it's what made the blend. It's what set it apart. It's what right. kind of took some of the, and, you know, and, and the team is like, well, I don't, I don't know that we want to, can we just say that it's, it's mostly 10, 12 and 13. I was like, no, that's stupid. Well, there's right. five-year-old in it. Right. I'm not an age statement guy. I got, you know, these five-year-old barrels beat the brakes off the 13-year-old barrels. Right. Um, it's yeah. an important part of the blend. We have to talk about that. I, you know, yeah. we chose to talk about it and, and, and just, very it's it's a blend of five ten twelve and thirteen year old stuff right that's it i mean well people know what they know and you know you get people that come up and they're very matter of fact they're like okay where's your distillery we don't have a distillery okay so you get yours from indiana then you know that's yeah. well you know or um you know there's people that come up and and say you know oh so you you know, you must have a distillery down in Kentucky. Why is that? Well, because all bourbon's made in Kentucky. And, 
you know, it's so it's, it's about awareness and engagement. You know, I think people people love that engagement. They 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 you know want to talk with a real person versus just look at a bottle and um and, and you know they want to get down to to details, but but there's really no wrong answer. I mean, they you know once they taste it and have a conversation, they I, I've seen people go from um you know almost adversarial they you know they approach with this kind of you know here's what i like and and this is the only good stuff and then after about 5 minutes conversation they're you know the most loyal <coughs> fan and they're you know coming back for more but um i think you know to to kind of summarize the, there's there's a lot of ways to do it there's no well i i mean perhaps there is a wrong way as far as you know, just throwing stuff on a on a label and expecting people to yeah, to there are it. laws around this stuff. So there, there are, are and that's there just is a it. wrong way to do it if you kind of. There's definitely a wrong yeah. way to do it, and that, and that and that was kind of my you know where I had had initially suggested we we talk about there's the minimum amount of information required by TTP you know in order to get your labels approved in order to get your you know formulas approved if if you need to go that route and. And there, but then beyond that, there's full transparency. You know, here's here's that. You know, back to that open kimono thing. Uh, look at all my stuff, and <laughs> and you know. So, but but you're gonna have always. <laughs> that takes us back to like episode one or yeah, two. I, I remember just, your reaction just, to that. <laughs> threw up in the mouth but, a little bit. But I I think, and this is you know I I I kind of find myself on this. Um, active campaign if you will that's what it seems like is you know that's what tastings and samplings are to me is it's you're kind of campaigning because it's not just oh try this try this try this people love it when um you know the name behind the brand is there and engaging with people i get that a lot that that hey oh my gosh wow okay you're so who does your blending you know, oh you, you do the blending but do you just send your stuff off and then you know expect it to get packaged and um, you know, I'm a, I'm a hands-on all the way through kind of guy. And, um, <laughs> I, I, did I open kimono? Just I stop did, talking. Did, yeah, I, I'm a hands-on guy through and through my open kimono. Um, uh, somebody call HR. Um, oh, I'm also the HR guy. Um, but to wrap this up and take it full circle, um, to some people it's important to some people it's not and you you will not always get the level of detail you know if you're a detail person it, the, that sometimes just doesn't exist and sometimes you have to go with the you know start with the taste and i encourage people all the time because you see on social media especially people ask hey I'm at the liquor store and they show this picture of a shelf, you know, what do I start with? Or, you know, what's worth buying or is this good? Or, and I tell people all the time, nobody else can tell you what's good to you. Nobody else can tell you how you need to drink whiskey, drink it your way and, you know, indulge in what you enjoy. I think all that is, is, is yeah, I would, uh, my, my biggest comment and, and when I have still clients who are talking about what they're doing, how they're going to do that, you know, I think, um, you, you know, you owe it to 
the people who have who have bought or are interested in your product to give them as much information as you possibly can. Yes. Um, I, you know, a cloak and dagger type approach is, is, is not a, a successful tactic. Um, you know, and, um, it, you know, it can get you, you know, it can get you into a lot of trouble. Um, yeah. I think being as specific about what you can say is, 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 is very important. Um, there are things you can't, I mean, I, I've got NDAs on, on both of the, suppliers that, that that we have for for 2XO like they're it's it's they're ironclad i go around telling people who's making this proprietary juice for us guess what they do one they sue us and two they take it away and then right. i'm screwed so there are things you can't say things you can't say um but i think being as open and honest is is, is something you know it's I, I, like the more vague you are um the more you're asking for trouble right yeah honesty and transparency that's specificity specificity yeah transparency of your specificity well awesome good talk good talk as always yes put your kimono back on and have a fantastic <laughs> rest of your day you too gentlemen cheers cheers don't forget to like share comment subscribe all the things we'll see you next time on Coffee talk. I mean, blending bourbon. <laughs> <laughs>